Amen. Hey, once again, we are in our study, World Religions, Cults, and the Occult, number 15. What is it? Oh, oh please, not all at the same time. My ears are bleeding. You guys <laughs> got to get some coffee or something. Satanism and the rise of devil worship is, of course, what we are on. Our 15th study in our World Religions, Cults, and the Occult study. And of course, we dealt with the very first aspect was what? The existence of Satan. Why do we have to deal with that? Because as crazy as it is, not just the world, but how much of the church? 65% of those who profess to be Christians do not believe in any literal devil. You've got to be kidding me. No wonder there's a rise of devil worship today. He's having a heyday, okay? So we began to take a look at his, what? Character and the tactics. Why? Because he's mentioned all over the Bible, Old and New Testament. If you're a Christian, you got to get equipped on what? The whole counsel of God, which means you got to deal with this. Hello, at some point. And, and the good news is God tells us about Satan, about his character and the tactics, how he's going to come after us. We don't, not so that we'd be afraid, no, freaking out, so that we can get equipped. Anybody like learning things the hard way? No, right? Okay, I tricked you, a couple of you over here. Uh, don't raise your hand on that one. Uh, no, you don't want to learn. And so God tells us in advance, so we were not cut off guard, so we can move forward and, and, and serve him and seek him. But then again, we, we dealt with that, and, and, and we began to deal with then the history of Satanism. Like, well, how in the world did we get in this shape? How did this start? Including the infiltration in the church, okay? And so we dealt with the history of Satanism. Then we moved on to what do these guys believe, okay, which is being taught in churches today, the number one virtue, number one law of Satanism, remember that? Do what you will shall be the whole law. It's all about me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity. What's being taught in churches today? Across the board. It's all about you. Learn to be better you. Self-esteem, self-this, self-self-self-self. That's the number one law of Satanism. The beliefs of Satanism have crept into the church. Then we took a look at their behavior. These guys don't just believe and just stay in their own four walls, if you will. They are out there with their behavior, trying to get their beliefs permeated in every aspect of society. And we dealt with that. It's already going into schools, Satanism being taught, into the government as well, into the military as well, and yes, believe it or not, even into the church. Then we took a look at another aspect of the behavior, their ritual behavior, and they have an, just like witchcraft, they have an annual yearly cycle that they do their dirty deeds, including not just murdering animals for their sacrifices, but people as well, including babies. It was sick, it's gross, but we got to deal with it. Okay, and then they raise whole generations uh, to either be future Satanists or future sacrifices. This is going on, folks, all over the world. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's really going on. And dare I say, keeping your mouth shut about it does not help this evil that's going on. We need to speak up, speak out, and warn people and get equipped so that we can deal with it and know if it's in your area. And that's why we dealt with last time these what? These symbols of Satanism. How do you know if this is going on in your community, your neighborhood? Uh, the block on which you live. Well, these guys, just like witchcraft, they codify their beliefs and they, quote, mark their territory. And we took a look, if you were here last week, we took a look at over 50 different satanic symbols, including the secret hand signs. We're going to see that again tonight. Okay, and then Lord willing, if we're still alive and still here, eventually, with our secret societies, that's uh, big in secret societies as well. But we took a look at that so that we could see, guess what? Unfortunately, just like witchcraft, Satanism is all over the place. Yes, even here in Las Vegas, okay? So now, tonight, we're going to deal with this one, the promotion of Satanism, okay? And hopefully, to answer the question, it's like, man, you got to be kidding me. Now that I see what to look for, okay, Satanism and witchcraft, they're both all over the place, even in Las Vegas, okay? And so the question, how did this happen? We're, it, it, um, this is America. We're supposed to be a Judeo-Christian. How did, he, how did Satanism, let alone witchcraft, get to such degree it is where it's now being taught in schools and the military and the governments and churches are now teaching the number one. How did this happen? Well, there's a big giant promotion of Satanism 
that's going on on a massive scale, okay? But before we get into that, we're going to remind ourselves, okay, a cunning tactic of Satan and how he gets people to turn to him and away from God via a specific promotion, okay? Open your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Paul talks about this, warned about this to the church, by the way, 2,000 years ago, okay? 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 2 through 3. Here's what Paul talks about. And of course, he's talking about false apostles, you know, those fakers, like on Sundays we've been dealing with in the book of James study. And uh, so he, he says, you better watch out, man, because not everybody who claims to be a Christian really is one, okay? And one of the signs you're dealing with somebody that uh, probably isn't is somebody that's just non-godly teachings, unbiblical, all right? And so let's take a look at what he says here. Uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verse 2, Paul says this, and he's talking to the Corinthian church, obviously. And he says, I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. Uh, I promised you to one husband, to who? To Christ, so that I might present you as a what? Pure virgin to him, right? And so Paul's heart is aching as a teacher, as an apostle, he, in, as a church planner, right? Is it that, that we just not need to be Christians to get saved and sit around. He, he's teaching, he's equipping, he wants you to grow up, and the scripture says, to experience the fullness of Christ, to the full knowledge of Christ, so that we become biblical disciples, Christians. Disciple, again, as we saw, means disciplined learner, learner of what? Of the Bible. And Paul's concerned, I'm concerned that, that that's how it should be when you get saved. You get into the word of God, you study it, you become that disciple, that disciplined learner in the truths of God. But I'm concerned that you're going to end up not, a, if you will, a pure virgin. Is there's going to be a mixture? Something, somebody's going to seduce you away from your, if you will, virgin walk with Jesus Christ. And here's what he says. He says, here it is. I am afraid, he says, that just as Eve was deceived by the who? Who's that? Obviously, Satan. Okay. Serpents what? What's the word there? Cunning. Okay. Your what? Minds. Notice where he attacks. May somehow be what? Led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Whoa, wait a second. Let's break that down just a little bit here because this is a tactic of Satan that Paul was concerned. He's not writing to the lost. He's writing to the church. And he said, listen, we all should have great walks with Jesus Christ, pure version of Jesus Christ, be those great disciples. But I'm concerned that if you're not careful, the serpent, the devil is gonna turn you away from God. He'll never get me. Well, let's take a look at what he does. The word they're cunning uh, Panurgia literally means a craftiness, cunning, a subtle skill. Very subtly, he doesn't necessarily come flying in. <laughs> he just very subtly, little here, little there, gets you off course to do what? He affects, and here's the big thing. He affects your what? Your mind. Now, why would Satan go after the mind? Because what you believe determines how you behave, Right? So he's going after the mind. It's the Greek word noema. It means mental perception, literally your thoughts, right? So this cunning serpent, the devil, very sneaky, very craftily skilled, little here, little there, goes after your mind to do what? It's the words there, lead astray. It's the one Greek word, pathero. It means, listen, to corrupt or to destroy or to deprave, literally to lead away from a state of, listen, Christian knowledge and holiness in which one ought to abide like what Paul said, the first verse that we read, to a pure virgin in Christ. And so here comes Satan, and he's going to what? He's going to come. If you're not careful, you better... Now imagine how much he's having a heyday with people, who 65% who profess to be Christians today, 2,000 years later. They don't even believe it exists. And Paul says he not only exists, but he's going to come after your what? 
He's going to specifically target your mind. And the reason why he wants to do your mind, because he's going to get in your head, he's going to get in your thoughts, and then little by little, he's going to steer you. Listen, as a born-again Christian, he's going to steer you away from pure devotion to Jesus Christ and to him. Yeah, that'll never happen. Folks, it's happening. Again, what is the message being promoted in churches today? The number one law of Satanism. He's got them, man. He's got them wrapped around their mind. And in their mind, they think that that's biblical Christianity. In their mind, they think that's what the church really means. In their mind, they think that's what makes for a pure disciple of Christ. That's what will make us strong in their mind. He's got them, right? And so believe it or not, this is how he is targeting people to answer the question, how do we get in the shape we're in? How is Satanism so stinking popular today? There's a promotion of it. And every one of these promotions, guess where it goes? In the mind. He's using the power of the technology in these last days to affect people's minds, to turn them away from God, turn them away from Jesus, turn away from the Bible, the Judeo-Christian ethic, dare I say, straight to Satanism. Okay, and we're going to begin to break that down. Now, we're not going to rehash the other areas that he's already targeted. We saw he's already going in schools, in the government, the military, and the churches. Okay, but the next one is, guess what? The media. Now, why do you think Satan would uh, jump on board and grab control of something called the media, which, by the way, goes all over the world 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Because the media, every single one of them goes what? It's a, it's a technology that goes into your mind. And then guess what? It starts to affect how you behave and how you think. And then guess what? If it's not from God, it leads you what? Astray. It'll destroy you. Now, believe it or not, Satanism, I mean, flat out Satanism is being promoted all over this place, infecting people's minds, okay? And the first media that we're going to deal with is in the area of commercials, okay? Uh, and again, they downplay them like, ah, it's no big deal. It's just a, you know, funny little character, right? <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, okay, maybe he is real, but he's not that bad of a guy. Maybe you could take him out on a date. Watch this. Oh, I've dated much worse guys than him. Much worse. I mean, at least he's famous. Okay, maybe so he's real, whatever. He's got horns, he's kind of freaky looking, but 
I mean, obviously, he works out. He's got a great body. He takes care of himself. And maybe take him out in a day. He's not that big. It's, it, it, it's, called, it's just getting you, again, it's downplaying the reality that this guy is it's a real entity, and he is evil, wicked to the core. And he's so stinking cunning, he's affecting this mentality into people's minds, even something as simple as commercial. We could be here all days for that, but I got so much to cover uh, in this aspect. Now, the second one, and I'm going to just, this one's very disturbing. This is flat out sick Satanism, whatever, and it's in cartoons. Cartoons. Okay? Uh, and, uh, and, and I'm glad we dealt with the symbolism first last week, so you can see, because the symbolism is all over the media, and they, these people tell you who they work for, right? But this is in a cartoon. Now, now look at the average uh, American family. How many parents even pay attention to what their kids are watching on TV? Most of them don't. And then if they come walking in, then they see a cartoon. And so they say, oh, it's just a cartoon. But now, nowadays, they have what's called adult cartoons, which no anybody, adult or kid, should ever watch, okay? Uh, but again, this is how he sneaks in. Oh, it's just a cartoon, Mom. But watch how bad these cartoons are getting, full-blown, sick, satanic Satanism, and, dare I say, they're even using, yes, subliminal technology to affect people's minds. Watch this. This is not just one example. Now, today, we're going to analyze some footage of a brand-new cartoon that's been released on Adult Swim called Mr. Pickles. This is a tool they're going to use to promote Satanism so people watching it are going to think it's cool. It's an easy way to drop some subliminal messages while promoting this murderous abortion type agenda that they have. Some parts of the cartoon are meant to be blatantly obvious out there with the pentagrams and the running around and acting crazy. But there's one interesting part we'll show you that is very creepy. It happens in a blink of an eye, and we had to take the footage, slow it down, and you can actually read what it says. It talks about the Illuminati, and it talks about the devil and how we should worship him. That is the crazy part. That's in the bumper before the actual cartoon starts. Those subliminal messages resonate and sink down in your brain, and that's the kind of stuff that they're trying to do. It's actually against the law to even use things like that, those little flicker messages in TV and in movies. Now we're going to go to my office and analyze the footage, and we'll show you what we're talking about. Let's go check it out. It's interesting, the first scene. Jane, do you love me? Of course I love you, Johnny. Then make love to me. I'm tired of waiting. Well, I'm not ready yet, Johnny. It's only been an hour since the abortion. So you can see right here... <laughs> It's only been an hour since the abortion, and she has this teardrop tattoo to promote the fact that she's had, you know, this abortion, killed this baby. So that's how they open up the season of Mr. Pickles. Now, it's kind of hard to see, but they do these little quick flashes, and this image pops up right here. You have the pentagram 666 and saying, good boy. Then it zooms into the dog, and you can see this happen. We had to slow this down a lot so you can actually see it. Here, I'll do it again. It goes in, the pentagram. Shows you the 666, the skull. Upside down cross with the pentagram in the middle saying, good boy again. Pyramid, all-seeing eye. Let's 
So clearly, this is just another tool to promote Satanism. Now, what's interesting is this. Throughout the cartoons, you'll see a lot of parts where you're listening and then you hear him speak in like the satanic voice. So what I did is I will play the, the clip of him scrambled, and then what I did is I flipped the audio so you can actually hear what it is he's saying. And it's pretty interesting. It's pretty creepy. So, obviously, you can't make out what that is, but then when I flip it around, he says, I love you very much. I hope you have a nice day. So, Satan is telling the people that he loves them and he wants them to have a nice day. It's hard to make out, but he says, Beauty is not important. I must have you. So as you can see clearly right here, Mr. Pickle is sitting on top of a throne. You've got a pentagram here. You've got one here. It looks like it's written in blood. You've got this sexual slave type thing, torture devices, a severed goat head with horns on top of this uh, lady waving the uh, leaf trying to treat him like he's a king. All right, so in this scene, Mr. Pickles walks up to a herd of goat, and then his eyes get big. He, it's almost like he possesses them, and then he tells them that he is now their master. Little subliminal things like that. I really don't want to repeat what he just said, but uh, you can listen to it again. So throughout the show, there's these little flashes of things. Like this is really quick happens. 666, pentagram, just craziness. They always throw these little things in real fast. So in a minute, we're going to show you the bumper where it's literally like a blink of an eye. And you see Illuminati. You see all this different stuff. Very, very creepy. All right, so here's the beginning. It says, since 1425, one secret organization. Then it flashes over to the next set of texts. Has sought dominion over the world of man. And then really quick, you get this flash. It says Illuminati. You've got to slow down the footage to see that. Then it goes, tonight it reaches a new level of indoctrination. And then you get a flash that says, hell, Baphomet. Really quick, once again, naked eye can't see it. We've got to slow it down for you to be able to see it. Then it says, with an animated show about a dog, give your soul to Mr. Pickles. And then it flashes a picture, an old school symbol of Baphomet, then you get a flash of a pentagram. And that happens a couple times back and forth over the give your soul to Mr. Pickles image. Well, there you have it. The cartoon is blatantly showing you Satanism and how this is something that is neat and trendy to watch on TV. You know, they hold you there for about 40 minutes and just keep giving you all these different images. In a cartoon. That's sick.
you allow that, but you screen Jesus and Bible Christianity and don't talk about the jab. You can't talk about the last election cycle, but yeah, that's sick. And again, the average home today, mom walks in, might even see that running. Oh, hey, what are you watching, Johnny? Oh, Mr. Pickles cartoon. Oh, okay. Don't forget to do your homework and just walks right on. Has no clue what their child is being indoctrinated. And that's just the children. How many people just watch this junk? And whether they realize or not, you wonder why we did our documentary a few months ago, Subliminal Seduction, how the mass media mesmerized the minds of the masses. We brought this out, folks, and these guys just admitted it as well. That never stopped in the 50s like we were told. It's gotten way more sophisticated, and it's being used on a global basis to mesmerize the what? Mind. Where's Satan going? What Paul warned about? The mind. He's very cunning. And he's going to sway you away from Christ, right? But that's just cartoons. Another media that he does, believe it or not, is toys. What? Yeah, toys. Satanic toys. Let me give you just a couple of cunning ones because they're very sneaky about it. You think, well, of course he's going to come out with a devil doll. <laughs> no, no, no. Very cunning in how he gets people away from Christ. Watch this. A disturbing image hidden inside a toy purchased at a local dollar store. New Center 7's Lauren Clark with why a Kettering mother wants it off the shelves. A mother bought her toddler this princess wand at the dollar store behind me. Imagine her surprise when the curious little girl peeled back the foil to find this image of a girl cutting herself inside. The packaging promises fairies and quote wonderful music, but I doubt many people would call this music. It's difficult to see the image clearly in the dark, but if you pull back the foil, there's no mistaking it. If you look close enough, it's not a drawing. It's an actual picture of the girl slitting her wrist. Tonight, a seedy secret language used by pedophiles. So how in the world did it end up on a souvenir toy sold at Monster Jam races? This is one of those stories that will make your head spin. And what's really upsetting, the designer of the toy is based in Bradenton. We sent eight on your side's Melanie Michael to find out what is going on here. So Mel is live at Ray J, where Monster Jam is always packed. Mel, this is truly a disturbing uh, story for parents. Good evening to you, Josh. Disturbing all the way around. What a disturbing story and what a horrifying story it turned out to be when we got all the details. A mom in the end cracked this case when she noticed something wasn't quite right with the toy from Monster Jam. Take a look. Nicole O'Kelly couldn't believe it. I am absolutely sick. I bought this for my two-year-old little girl. This mom turned mama bear real quick. I wanted to call and text everybody. I wanted answers. But when she got answers, she nearly threw up. Her toddler's toy held a sick secret. This Monster Jam souvenir contains a symbol, a disgusting calling card for creeps. This is a code for pedophiles. This is pink. This is geared towards little girls, especially at a predominantly male event. The more we found out, the worse it got. This toy wasn't made far, far away. It was designed in our own Tampa Bay backyard. And here's how the deviant undercover language works. When a pedophile sees children with the heart symbol, it's code, meaning this child is ready to be traded for sex. Talk about turning your stomach. It's the most vile thing you can ever imagine. On a toy. All over the place. What else is going on out there? And this whole subculture of people involved in this behavior, whether it be pedophilia, homosexuality, which we saw part and parcel goes along with Satanism, 
and they're giving each other signals, even on toys, get that one, go, this is sick. Right? Very, very cunning, wouldn't you say? Very slick. And again, we're just dealing with the aspect of the mind, and we're just dealing with different forms of media. And again, that's symbols. They're using symbols to communicate uh, what's going on. Of course, the other big one is movies. Shocker. Yeah, movies. There's all kinds of satanic movies out here. I'm not going to show you clips. They're sick. They're gross. Uh, as a born-again Christian, I'm going to be a pastor, and I'm going to live in uh, the land of Pollyanna. I'm going to just assume that no born-again Christian would ever watch some dumb, satanic, sick, occult, hello, what are you doing? Right? But there's movies all over the place. It's just, this is gross. Uh, and just, I'm just going to read a couple of the, the ones out there, just, just they, and they keep cranking them out. I mean by the scores every single year, where to affect people's minds. Uh, Alchemic, uh, Alcarada, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, The Astrologer, The Babysitter, The Babysitter, Killer Queen, Black Cat, and all these are known flat-out promotion of Satanism. Uh, the Black Cat, Bless the Child, Blessed Blue Blood, The Brotherhood of Satan, Cannibalism, The Last Supper, A Certain Sacrifice, The City of the Dead, The Conjuring, The Conjuring, The Dead Maybe Do It, The Convent, Dark Harvest, Dark Lens, Demonoid, The Devil Rides Out, The Devil's Advocate, The Devil's Den, The Devil's Do, The Devil's Reign, Drive Angry, End of Days, Evil Speak, Love the Damn. Fear No Evil, uh, uh, Fever Night, also known as Band of Satanic Outsiders. Force Entry, Grave Encounters, Grave Encounters 2, Grave Robbers, Hail Satan, The Hearse, Hideaway, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus 2, The House of the Devil, I Drink Your Blood, The Influence, The Invitation to Hell, uh, Invocation of My Demon Brother, Jaws of Satan, Jennifer's Body, Jolly Roger, The Massacre at Cutter's Cove, uh, Left Bank, Legacy of Satan, The Light of the World, that's not talking about Jesus. Uh, The Little Evil, Look What's Happened to Rosemary's Baby, The Lords of Salem, uh, love letters of a Portuguese nun, uh, love me deadly, Lucifer's women, the mask of the red death, the Mephizo waltz, midnight, omen for the awakening, Perry, the possessed, psycho cop, the picks, race with the devil, ready or not, Ricky six, Satan returns, Satan's baby doll, Satan's playground, Satan's school for girls, Satan's slaves, satanic panic, the satanic rites of Dracula, Satanist, the seventh victim, Simon, slaughtered vomit dolls, teen lust, to a, the devil, a daughter, tragic ceremony, the visitor, we summon the darkness, Weirdsville and Willie's Wonderland out of a list of just uh, 451 titles and I could keep clicking next, 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 next. For days. Just go to the movies, mom. Okay. Don't forget to do your homework. Just streaming this. Nuts. And then, of course, as we've talked before, I'm just going to give you, we could be here, every single one of these little isolated topics we're dealing with the promotion, we could be here for days. And I'm just trying to cover a wide swath. But speaking of Hollywood, we've talked before, Hollywood, Hollywood actors, celebrities, late night shows, all that stuff. These guys are into the coding, the symbolism. They tell you folks who they work for. And they admit that if you want to make it big in that industry, you're going to have to sell your soul to the devil. Okay? But let me give you just a little bit of uh, just proof of Hollywood. That's the next one. Hollywood not just movies, the whole industry, folks, is uh, being controlled by Satanists, okay? Let's take a look at this. Our culture is completely obsessed with celebrities. Each year when the Oscars rolls around, we've got about 30 to 40 million people that tune in to watch their favorite films being honored for best picture, craftsman, artistry. We call it the Oscars, and people are obsessed with it. And when you get this little golden statue, you become a star. What's interesting about this is in the Egyptian culture, they also had a little statue that represented the god Ptah. 
And see, when an Egyptian king died, it was believed that his spirit went into the belt of Orion, and he then became a star. Very interesting that we still follow after Egyptian gods. There's a lot of these different award shows that pop up throughout the year. There's the Grammys, the Emmys. They honor different aspects of the entertainment industry, but they are all one in the same. Now listen to what Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert call this little image that they give to each other. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here tonight. Good evening, godless sodomites. People like to tell me things. Those deep, dark, naughty little desires that are on their mind. And you're not burying this human stain because you're actually in love with him, right? No. Oh my, I can't believe I just said that. Must be something about his face. Hey, boss. Remember me? Can I have your autograph? Did I sell my soul to the devil? So the devil made you do it, did he? The alcohol and the drugs, the topless selfies. The choices are on you, my dear. Pull yourself together. Lucifer Morningstar. Is that a uh, stage name? God-given, I'm afraid. Why don't you tell me something? How does she end up dying in a hailstorm of bullets and you get away without a scratch? The benefits of immortality. What will your corrupt little organization do about this? We're done here. Someone out there needs to be punished. Stop caring. You're the devil. I think you have a visitor. Your return to the underworld has been requested. Let me just uh, check my calendar. Here it is. The 7th of never through to the 15th of ain't gonna happen. How does that work for you guys? <laughs> Try it. You think father's upset now? He will not be merciful for much longer. You seem oddly immune to my charms. Referring to them as charms, I think, is a bit of a stretch. Did my father send you? What's your name? Lucifer. Like the devil. Exactly. Inside it's glowing. We're lucky we're rich. We're nice and cozy. We jing, jing, jingle the bell. Oh, baby, it's cold. But we're going to hell. Sip martini for much of a cup, yeah. Balenciaga to carry my cup. Tis the season our Bitcoin stocks do in But if we don't have people with AIDS, we're going to hell. Now check it out. I got new jet skis, major keys, and a shiny brand new iPhone 10. We got airmates, boots, Italian suits, and a personal masseuse named Sven. We've got oh, a yeah, right and a toilet oh, yeah. 
my name once sang the Rolling Stones about the devil, but on Sunday night, the big man downstairs got his due from Christian Bale at the Golden Globes. Bale received the honor for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Comedy or Musical for portraying former Vice President Dick Cheney in the film Vice. The actor offered the typical thanks to his wife and children and those who worked on the film, but then added with his sense of humor, thank you Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. The Church of Satan thanked Bale for the acknowledgement, stating that Satan is a symbol of pride, liberty, and individualism. And as Bale's talent and skill won him the honor, they can fittingly state, Hail Christian, Hail Satan. Hey. All right, Jack. That's good. Backstage, you told me to comment on your muscles if I felt the urge. Oh, yeah. Thank you for commenting. I didn't. I've been working out a lot. Previous winners of Best Rock Video are some of the most exciting acts of all time. Green Day, Linkin Park, and of course, Aerosmith. Yeah. Now listen, since we're given a rock award tonight, who wants to pray to the devil with me? Who's in with me? Come on, hey. Let me see those horns. Let me see those horns. Metal, 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 metal. All right, now take the hand of the person next to you. Come on, Leighton. Dear Dark Lord Satan, hope everything's good with you. Uh, I'm doing fine myself. Just want to say hi and uh, ask you to grant tonight's nominees continued success in the music industry. Notice he said music industry. We'll get to that in just a second. But these guys will tell you who they work for. It's all over the place. We could be here for days uh, just exposing show after show after show that frankly is about as blatant now with Satanism that, as that cartoon that we saw earlier, Mr. Pickles. I mean, it's sick. I mean, it's just, I mean, in our studies, there's some stuff that I, I can't even show you guys. It's sick. It's sick for me to even watch it. It's like I got to go wash my brain uh, after doing this research. And it's out there. And it's out there for anybody to see, including, you're talking, again, movies, you're talking the media, you're talking Hollywood, uh, streaming. Everything's all about streaming right nowadays, right? The streaming content out there is sick. You could, you parents don't even know. It used to be just the TV. Now there, it could be on the computer, it could be on the tablet, it could be on the cell phone, and everybody's off in their own isolate. You'd have no clue what they're watching. And this just, we could be here all day for streaming evil, sick, satanic content. But let me just give you two quick examples. We'll move on from Netflix. Netflix promotes demonic series saying, praise Satan. Just flat out Satanism, folks. And it's just getting people conditioned to it. Another one, Netflix now unveils a new bizarre dating show, Sexy Beasts where singles look like demonic furies. And again, it's just conditioning people, the occult, Satanism, it's not that bad, kind of just takes off the, you know, the fear factor, and it's just kind of warms you up to it, okay? And again, all this stuff is ingested into the what? The mind, and you keep ingesting this stuff, and what's it going to do? It's going to turn you from any kind, of, and dare I say even a Christian, from your devotion to Christ to satanic things. He knows what he's doing, folks. In these last days, with this technology, and all of this is going around the globe 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and he's using it for this. You wonder why it's on the rise. And again, what's Revelation 9 say? That the people in the seven-year tribulation are so incredibly evil, even in the midst of God's judgment, it says they refuse to repent until they work of their hands. And part of that isn't just pharmacaea, the drugs, which is involved in the occult, including witchcraft and sorcery, Okay, but it says there, and they would not stop worshiping demons. Satan's a fallen angel. It's, 
That's the society. And this technology, I believe, is building that mindset for the seven-year tribulation to be that kind of a demonic society. And we're watching it, folks, happen before our eyes. Now, he mentioned music. Music industry, man, again, we could be here for days, but I'm just going to put some, uh, just several examples, all different genres. It's just that heavy metal stuff. No, no, no. Everyone you could think of, even in the country. Yeehaw. Yeah, right? You want to make it big in this industry? You got to sell your soul to you know who, right? And they admit it once in a while. Watch this. Why do you still do it? Why are you still at it? Well, it goes back to that destiny thing. You know, maybe the bargain with it, you know, all that good. Holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where uh, I am now. Should I ask who you make a bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and this earth and in, uh, in the world we can't see. If, you're, if your ultimate goal is to be famous, then you're going to do a lot to, do to get there. Like sign your name in blood in a contract with the devil. Like, you're going to end up in a, on a one-way street, and it's going nowhere. Like, that's just the truth. I've seen so many people, like, forsake their, their, their moral code and their values just for a little bit of fame. And it's, it's not worth it at the end of the day. It's really not worth it. Cutting away from the witch that he had with him, he told her to go shopping. We were in West Hollywood, and I went to see around the people I knew. We went off in this store, and we started talking. So David, I'd like to ask you a couple questions. I said, I already know the answers, but I've been gone for five years. I'd like to know if certain things are still the way they were when I left. I sold my soul to the devil. I know the crappy deal. Music came with a few toys like a happy meal. I'll have to explain some of this when I'm done. She's not going to understand it all unless she knows something about music. I said, do they still take the master to the temple room? Dave said, yeah. I said, do they still have the colon conjure demons into the master? He said, of course. Masterpiece is ready. All we have to do is step into that magic circle and the masterpiece is ours. Are you ready? I kind of sang about you know, what was going on in my life at 15, and that's how I got introduced to the music industry. I swear I wanted to be like the Amy Grant of music, yeah. <laughs> but it didn't work out, and so I sold my soul to the devil. Anywho, um, so yeah, I was going to school to be a vet tech, and I was into my studies, getting good grades, and you know what screwed it all up? This one guy, he broke my heart, like, cool, thanks. I was like, now I have to do something pretty ridiculous and insane with my life. So why not sell my soul and go on Jersey Shore? That's what I did. Roman is a crazy boy who lives in me. And he says the things that I don't want to say. He was born, you know, just a few months ago. I think he was born out of rage. He was conceived in rage. He bashes everyone. He threatens to beat people, and he's violent. Doesn't this be nice to have, like, an ignorant loudmouth who you can just sort of blame every... He wants to be blamed. 
I don't want to blame him. I, I, I ask him to leave, but he can't. He's here for a reason. People have brought him out. People conjured him up. Now he won't leave. I don't want to blame him. I, I, I ask him to leave, but he can't. He's here for a reason. People have brought him out. People conjured him up. Now he won't leave. A woman possessed. This article says Beyonce is gripped by a spirit so powerful it even has a name. A powerful spirit? A spirit in her to be worshipped by men and women? How many Christians went to her concert? Look at them. Look at the difference. Look at this. Is that the same woman? She says it's not. She's openly telling you that there is a spirit in her working in her when she's performing. So the times you know her, you're entertaining a spirit. Or entertained by a spirit. Yeah. True definition of entertain, detain so something can enter you. When they meet me and they speak with me, they're expecting Sasha. And um, I'm really kind of shy, and not really shy, but more reserved and um, nothing like Sasha. But I guess I wouldn't be very entertaining on stage. So Sasha comes out <laughs> and she's fearless. You know, she can she can do things that I cannot do when I'm in rehearsal. Right before I performed, I raised my hands up, and it was kind of the first time I, I felt something else come into me. You know, I am misunderstood a lot uh, at times. Uh, my music, my image, people had their whole. Uh, their whole thing about me, whether it be a, me being a devil worshiper or whatever, besides them reading into my hand over my eye on my album cover. <laughs> Why is your hand over your eye? Because <laughs> I'm a devil worshiper, what are you talking about? crowds under the umbrella of Satanism right out there in the open nobody gets it because 65% of the church says <laughs> learn to be a better you which is actually promoting Satanism and Satan's not even real and then you ingest this stuff and, and it wasn't just 
again, the media, that's the visual we just dealt with now. Do you think it's by chance now he's also got control of the music, which is the audio? What's the two ways you affect people's minds? Eyes, ears. And he's got them both. There's no way that's by chance. He's very cunning. That should be a word in the Bible somewhere. I think it is. Okay. The next one is, is this, believe it or not, I kid you not, apparel. Satanism is so cool nowadays, been promoted so much, been downplayed in the church, ignored in the church, promoted in the church, that, uh, boy, you can, uh, you can get your own satanic apparel. It's cool. Because you might be out there thinking, hey, man, I'm going to keep my kids away from all this Mr. Pickles and the media and the toys and the media and the music and the Hollywood and all that stuff. And it, it, they're still going to see it, unfortunately, out in the world because there's all kinds of apparel. Now, every single one of those, I just did uh, copy and paste from different satanic apparel stores. That I, again, I could be here all day long just giving you example after example, right? You can see there the one says, Hail Satan shirt, uh, established 666 with the upside down cross. Below that, Satan loves me. The girl's looking hip and cool. That's the new style. Don't you want to be a satanic advertisement, right? And you can see here, you got the Baphomet in the middle. The two girls just give him a nice warm hug, you know, because he's there for you, right? All that stuff. And then, of course, drink coffee, hail Satan, and don't panic. It's satanic. <laughs> again, folks, this is all over the place, okay? In fact, again, the same people in Hollywood, the same people in the music industry, guess what they're doing? They're promoting satanic apparel, including this sick version. And again, remember, the sexual deviant crowd goes hand in hand with guess who? Satanism, we saw. So watch this one example. Watch this. Rapper Lil Nas X is making a lot of news today over a new line of controversial sneakers and a touching letter to his younger self about coming out as gay. NBC Out associate editor Joe Yurkaba joins us now to talk a little bit more about this. Uh, Joe, let's start with these sneakers first. Uh, they're being called Satan shoes. What do we know about these? Yes, uh, the Satan shoes are a collaboration with a company called Mischief, um, and Lil Nas X is selling 666 pairs of them, or I should say sold, because they sold out in about a minute. Um, they're $1,018 each, um, and they're modified Nike Air Max 97s, and they reportedly contain a drop of blood in a sole uh, from the um, mischief employees. So they, they're causing quite a controversy online right now. Wait a minute. <laughs> Any verification of that at this point, or is that just, do we think that's really just a marketing tactic? The company confirmed to NBC News yesterday that there is a drop of blood in the soul, apparently. And of course, promoting that show or that commercial blip news thing was who? Pat. Pat. Is Pat a guy? Is Pat a girl? I'm just being blunt. And you're talking about this music guy who's a full-blown Satanist coming out as homosexual. That, do you see how it all intertwines? It's all absolute flat-out rebellion to God. Again, remember, it's everything that's exactly opposite of what God says. It's right out there in the open, but most people, no, nah, you guys are just trying to scare me. Are you kidding me? And again, I don't have time. There's a plethora. Just please don't do it. I had to do it. Uh, the, the search is all over the place. Just easy. You want to say Baphomet Demon Tea, Black Craft Colt Clothing, Demon Wear Clothing, House of Demon Apparel, Men's Black uh, Craft Colt Wear, Women's Black Craft Colt Wear, 
Oh, I don't even have time to get into tattoos. Satanic tattoos all over the place, all right? and they're proud of it, and you can mark it and all that. And that's a whole other, uh, include with MS-13 and all that stuff, the gang. Uh, wicked clothes, that's right, for all your apparel needs. It's so stinking popular. Back in the day, people would be ashamed of this. What are you doing? You wouldn't, Don't go out in public. Don't. Now it's cool because of all this promotion. And dare I say, the church is silence, which leads us to the next one, and that is, and this is part of the problem, you don't have to go into some back CD alley, some crazy occult bookstore, and only in big giant cities to find this occult stuff. It's everywhere. It's allowed everywhere on the internet, and everybody has access to it because everybody has mobile devices and things of that nature, okay? And let me just begin to break it down for you again on YouTube, right? YouTube, right? Uh, we have our videos promoting the scripture being banned, being deleted. But apparently, it's perfectly fine to have all kinds of Satanism. And again, I don't have time. We could be, I could be showing clip after clip, which I refuse to do, of just how many different channels are out there promoting Satanism. I mean, you could scroll for days, including, of course, the Satanic Temple. They got their own site there. Now, I don't know if you could see that, but uh, right there at the very top, they have their, uh, the temple ritual, abortion ritual. That's allowed to be on YouTube. A Satanic Temple abortion ritual, including their Satanic Christmas card. But you can't talk about Jesus you certainly can't talk about the jab, and don't talk about the last election cycle, and don't talk about God and the Bible. Are you kidding me? In fact, they have their own channel, and I refuse to do that, but this is sick, folks. This is YouTube. Just out there, millions of people, 24 hours a day, all over the planet, getting exposed into Satanism, of course, but that's just the first one. Uh, social media, right? Social media is another huge one. Let's just break down a couple of them. Facebook, it's just alarming, folks. Just a general search for Satanism. And again, I'm not going to go through them all. And there, you can scroll for days, days, days. And I'm talking tens of thousands of followers on each one. It's just, it's nuts. Facebook. And again, not just the, the media, not just the, the music, not just the cartoons, not just the toys, not just the, the streaming, the Netflix and the self. Uh, what, what parent is paying attention to the kid on social media? Rhymes with probably mostly none. And at any time, they could just get acquainted with this, and I'm talking straight into the dark stuff. It's crazy. But that's Facebook, even Twitter. It's all across the board. Twitter, man, that was even more graphic. I mean, it's all bad, but man, these guys don't hide nothing. In fact, speaking of which, one of the later ones, uh, TikTok, right? And it's just every time a new technology comes on board, Satan jumps on it, and he's promoting Satanism, all kinds of stuff. Why? Because what's the attack? What did Paul warn about? Where's he going to go? Your mind. He's going after the other generations as well. TikTok, again, this was really abundantly sick and satanic. I mean, there's channels galore on a massive uh, scale. And again, we could go for days, just basically pick a new genre. It's there. Okay, but you get the idea. Okay, but you, I wonder, how, how could Satanism become so popular today? How, why is it on such a rise? Two things. You're right, John, because the church is keeping your mouth shut. And then even when you try to teach on it, I'll say it again. I did this with the witchcraft study. Where's the rest of the church at? Sundays, we're pretty packed. Where is everybody? Hmm? And, and you're right. You know what the irony is? The prophet John has spoken twice in one night. You won't come to this as a professing Christian, but you'll stay home and watch that. Looks like somebody is very cunning. And as Paul was very concerned, he's going to go after your mind, and he's going to use these mind techniques to sway you away from a pure devotion to Christ. 
you would choose that filth, that satanic filth, over coming and getting equipped as a Christian in God's truth. Not just for us, but as the gentleman said on the back, so that souls can be saved. It's all over the place. And again, I'm telling you, folks, we are just scraping the surface. Now, here's what's disturbing. When you do a general search for Satan, one billion, not million, one billion seven hundred and sixty million results. Witchcraft was in the millions. Satan was in, in the billions. Now, Satanism, remember, that was Satan, just Satan. And, and again, the church is keeping their mouth shut about it. But apparently, the world knows better. One billion, 760 million results. If you type in Satanism, three billion, 270 million results to get you equipped on that. It's nuts. And all these are what? They're media inputs that go directly into the mind. And little by little, they begin to take you away from Christ and indoctrinate you into Satanism to learn to be a better you, apparently, okay? But that's why we're doing our studies, so we can get equipped, because we want to study all the Bible, not just some of it, not cherry pick it, right? We want to get equipped. If you study all the Bible, you got to deal with this stuff. Because Old New Testament, Satan is mentioned, the occult is mentioned, all the scripture, for our good so we can know how to deal with it, okay? And not just for us, so that those who are involved in it can be led out of it, even if they're into it full-blown, like this lady. We'll close with this. The people you trust the most who are supposed to take care of you and protect you from harm actually did the harm. When Patricia was five years old, she was initiated into a secret satanic cult through a series of sick and abusive rituals. I was whisked away by family members to take part in a ceremony, a ritual. In the basement, there was an altar that was made out of wood, and on the floor of the concrete was a pentagram painted with red paint. There was um, family members and also occult members around in a circle around the altar. They were chanting in uh, some unknown language. I just remember being pinned down, strapped down, and then a ritual performed on me. Patricia says she was raped and pledged to Satan, but the horror didn't stop there. Satanic rituals and animal sacrifice continued throughout her childhood. We were forced to drink the blood and to eat eyes, and if we didn't, our, we were tormented until we did. And um, the eyes were to give us power to see into the spirit realm. For Patricia, there was no safe place. The uh, night terrors would continue and the dreams, and my brain was trying to sort it all out, work it all out, and you know, it's, it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. I felt like I was living a constant a horror movie. A horror movie, that's how I describe it. A horror movie on Halloween. At 13 years old, she ran away from home. But the darkness she'd grown up with followed her. In her teens and 20s, Patricia read tarot cards and communicated with spirits. All the while, she lived in constant fear and darkness. I was able to see demons and spirits and ghosts. And as I got older, 
and I still continued those things. I had spiritual guides. I wanted power. I wanted to have complete power over my life because I didn't have any power over my life when I was younger. Anytime that I went, try to get healing from the occult, the first thoughts that would come to my mind was to, to kill myself, in which I tried many times to do, whether it be slicing my wrist or taking overdose of pills, ending up in the hospital, ending up in psychiatric ward. She longed for freedom, but didn't know where to turn. I wanted peace, I wanted to be happy, but I didn't know how to get it because I was afraid of God. I hated God. I didn't wanted nothing to do with Him. I was searching to be safe. I was searching for peace. I was searching to be loved. Desperate, Patricia went to church with a Christian friend. As the church worshiped, she felt the love of Jesus for the first time. Then she felt something else. Everybody was praising the Lord, and I wanted to do what everybody was doing. I wanted to feel what they were feeling. I needed freedom. So I raised my hands, and a dark presence came up behind me and literally jerked my shoulder. I wasn't budging, though. And um, I said, no, I'm not going. No, I'm not leaving. This is where I'm staying. And I continued, and I just kept crying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And then it started lifting lifting and lifting. I got on my face and I said, I want to feel you moving in my life. I want to feel release from these strongholds. I want to feel peace. When I got up off the floor, he was there. He was there with me. And I started reading every scripture about him, the woman at the well, the woman um, who touched his garment. I was those women, the woman who was about to be stoned. I was all those women and one who needed him. Patricia finally found the freedom and peace she had always wanted in Christ. Now I walk daily with joy and I never forget to thank him every day for what he's done in my life, never forget to thank him. If he can take someone like me, who was involved in all of that darkness and oppressed by it, and set me free and give me a whole new life. If he can take someone like me, who was into the occult so deep, into that darkness so deep, who was trapped by the enemy, and pull her up out of that hole, that pit of hell, and bring her into the light, he can do that for anyone, anyone, I don't care how deep they are into the occult, he can pull you out. It just takes just a few words, Jesus help me, and he will be there. He will be there to help pull you out. Amen. And that's why we're doing these studies. Because as Christians, where are we supposed to be? We need to study the whole counsel of God. And if you've never had any kind of these studies and you've been a Christian for a long time, you're not being taught the whole Bible. You got to come up with it sometime. And the reason why is because we need to get equipped on it so that we could witness to anybody. And dare I say, with the church's track record of being silent and actually promoting it, and then all the promotion we saw tonight, those kind of people are going to be on the increase. And we need to be out there in love, like apparently a church friend did. Something as simple as, hey, come with me. 
to church service. That's all it takes. Get over the fear factor because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God is the one in control, not Satan. And by the way, I need to back up a little bit. It just popped in my head. The Lucifer show, remember that one? Remember he said, Father? I don't know if you picked up on it. God is not Satan's father. That mentality is the Mormon version of God. Remember Mormonism? That they teach that Jesus is the spirit brother of Lucifer. And that their Elohim is the father. Yeah, that's that sick stuff. But anyway, this is why we're getting equipped, so that we can lead others to Jesus Christ, right? But hey, that's the end of our Satanism study, but that's right. Lord willing, next time, we're going to get into a whole new section called Voodoo, Vampires, and the Rise of Demon Worship. It just never ends because Satan's out there in a multitude of ways to lead people astray. Actual people, full-blown, been there, done that, wish I would not have bought the t-shirt, possessed by demons, thinking it's a good thing so that you can share this information and have these powers. It's nuts. There's a whole group of those people we need to get equipped on to reach as well. Amen? Well, hi, this is Billy Crone of Get Life Ministries, and I hope you were blessed with this study. But in closing, let me ask you one final question. If you were to die today, are you sure that you go to heaven and not hell? Before you answer that, let me share a couple things that the Bible says. Did you know that the Bible says that God is holy and that we are not? And the wages of our sin or unholiness is death? In other words, we deserve to die and go straight to hell and be separated from God for all eternity. This is the great cosmic dilemma. God who is holy and we are not, how can we have a relationship with Him? The two will never mix. Now, to make matters worse, we don't even want to admit this, even though God already knows He's God. And so God, out of love, gave us something called the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were not something to just memorize or stick on your wall or give the appearance of being a religious person. The Ten Commandments were God's divine x-ray, if you will, into our heart and soul to reveal this truth that we need to admit. And that is this, that God is holy and that we are not. We are disqualified for heaven. So let's take a look at that divine x-ray that God's trying to get us to realize. Uh, the, the Ten Commandments, the, the ninth one says, you shall not bear false witness. That's lying, okay? How many guys have ever told a lie? Raise your hand, okay? Well, if you didn't raise your hand, you just did. You just told a lie because we've all done that. Well, that makes us a liar. The, another Ten Commandments says that you shall not steal. Don't ever take anything without permission. How many of you guys uh, have ever done that? Well, you guys already said you're a bunch of liars. All of our hands should have went up on that one. And for being honest, God already knows. Folks, we've all taken something. We've stolen something, right? That makes us a thief. Another Ten Commandments says that you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. He's not just holy. Even His name is holy. Hey, folks. Let's be honest, if you can believe it, even the name of Jesus Christ uh, has been turned into a common cuss word. Well, the Bible says that's a sin of blasphemy. Now we're a, a blasphemer. The Bible says you shall not commit adultery. And Jesus said, here's his standard. Uh, uh, even if you look at another person with lust in your eye, you committed adultery in your heart. Wow, so now we're an adulterer. The Bible says you shall not murder. And you might think, well, hey, at least I haven't done that one. Really? Again, the Bible says that the sin of hatred, wishing somebody was dead, okay, that, that's the same thing. Uh, it's akin to the sin of murder. It's just you pulled the trigger in your heart, but God sees the heart. Hey, folks, that's just five out of ten. How are you doing? You still think you're going to get to heaven on your own? You still think that you're qualified, that you're holy like God, and you could bridge the gap and have a relationship with Him forever? I don't think so. I mean, what did we just see? 
You're going to stand before God, and so am I. We all are. And we're going to have to give an account for who we are. Hey, hey, God, let me in. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a liar. I, I'm a thief. I'm a blasphemer. I'm an adulterer. I'm a murderer. And the scripture is very clear, folks. Such people as these will not inherit the kingdom of God. We're in trouble. But folks, here's the good news. The Bible says that if we would just admit that, that's the first step to admit that God is holy, that I'm not, I'm disqualified for heaven, I need a Savior. If we would admit that and then ask for the Savior to save us. That, that's what God was doing with Jesus. God gave us His Son, Jesus Christ. He took the death penalty in our place so that we could be completely forgiven of everything we've ever done and be made holy through Jesus so that we can now have a relationship with God both here and now and forever in heaven. We can become qualified. The word that the Bible uses is a word called pardon, that God is willing to pardon us of all of our sins and crimes that we've committed against Him and disqualified us, that disqualified us for heaven, right? And we've actually seen this work in real life. Uh, for instance, uh, there's been people who have committed crimes, gone to court, the gavel's been passed, the judges said, hey, listen, we all know you're guilty, uh, you even admit you're guilty, and uh, for your crimes, you're going to not just jail, you're going to uh, await in jail to go to the death penalty. And did you know that there actually is a way that somebody could get off of death row? It's called a pardon. The one in the authority, the governor, can grant what's called a pardon for that person's crimes, and they literally can go free. Not because of something they did, because the deeds are already done, you can't undo it. Not because of they tried to clean up their act while they were stuck in the jail cell, because that doesn't change anything. But simply out of mercy, the person who has the authority can give them a pardon, and they can go free. And did you know it's actually on historical record that there have been people who have been granted a pardon from the death penalty, and they've refused to take it. And so even though the offer was there to be set free, they themselves still had to go to the death penalty. Folks, in a nutshell, that's what God's doing every single day with all of us this side of heaven. While you still have breath, you still have an opportunity to receive God's pardon. He's willing to forgive you of all your sins if you would just receive His pardon through Jesus Christ. Again, that's what He was doing on the cross. The cross was the death penalty of the day. But since we weren't there, and since we can't earn it, it's a gift from God, you have to receive that by faith. Reach out even today from your own spiritual jail cell, if you will, and say yes to Jesus and God's pardon so that you can be set free and go to heaven. The Bible says that if you confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the grave, you will be saved. Hey, folks, if that's you, don't delay. You may not even have tomorrow. Today could be your last day. Please accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Confess with your mouth He is Lord. Believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the grave, and the Bible says you will be saved. Well, this has been Billy Crone of Get Life Ministries. If there's anything that we could do for you, our information and, and number will come up here shortly. And please don't hesitate to contact us. But remember, I hope to see you in heaven. God bless.